Well, good afternoon. This is Jim Conley. I'm the Executive Marketing Manager for Anatomy and Physiology here at McGraw-Hill Education. This is the Succeed in AP podcast, and I am excited to be here with you guys today. And one of the main reasons why is we're going to be talking about many things, but one topic that's high on the needs scale for every instructor teaching AMP, which is critical thinking and application. So, so very important. We've done a lot of research on that here at McGraw-Hill, and this consistently comes up in the top five. It's actually three in terms of the need set for two-semester anatomy and physiology instructors. And today we're going to talk a little bit about the Seeley Anatomy and Physiology textbook. And the reason why we're going to do that is I remembered my conversation with Rod Seeley a long time ago. And I asked Rod about, like, why did you originally write the book? You know, why would you go through this amazing endeavor of writing a textbook? And he said, really, what it started out with is it was a problem-solving manual. So we started talking a little bit about that, and he really wanted his students to really know the reason why. Why certain things worked in the body and really get to the point where they would understand a certain level of knowledge, a base level of knowledge, and then quickly moving his students into the application of that knowledge. And if you look at Sealy, there's really no better textbook that'll do that. So what you're going to hear today on the podcast is some conversations from a while ago between myself, Cinnamon Van Putty, Jennifer Reagan, Andy Russo. And what they're going to do is I'm going to ask them a series of questions just about like their overall approach and why they got involved in textbook writing. Then I'm going to ask them how their approach with Sealy is different than other books out there in the market. And then we're going to talk about problem solving and what does that really look like in the Sealy brand. And then from there, we're going to be talking about how do you uh, look at the rigor scale in any textbook, what's different about Sealy. And then at the end, we're going to have a fun little piece on driving accountability or enhancing accountability with students and some ideas that came from the authors. So you're going to hear some excerpts of those conversations. I hope you have a good time on the podcast today, and thank you for listening. And we're going to start off with the first question. Sam, if you could talk a little bit about what the right fit is for the author team and the overall approach of Sealy. Uh, well, my name is Cinnamon Van Putty, and um, I am one of the authors of the Sealy book. You all are the, a huge, integral part of why our book does so well, and we just really can't thank you enough because the thing is, is we just really want this book and this product to get to as many students as we can because we're teachers. All of us teach, and so... Um, it's so super important to us. The thing was is that as soon as I started digging into the Sealy book, I realized that that was a perfect fit because I was really, really emphasizing um, this critical thinking. Like I had this <laughs> reputation amongst our faculty as sort of the hard one. <laughs> But as I've been there longer and longer, you know, I have a lot of students that go on into the nursing program, and what's really handy is like I get to see them again because they're at my school, so I'll run, in, run into them in the hallway, and I cannot tell you how many times students that have gone on to the nursing say, thank goodness I had you for an instructor because you made us work, you know, you made us think, and that's really the branding for our book, you know, is our book is the one that teaches students how to think. Well, there you go. Sealy is the product that teaches students how to think. 
So Seeley, the learning system evolved from a problem-solving theory that Rod Seeley started, and he contested that true critical thinking begins with the knowledge base and then moves into the application of that knowledge, and Cinnamon really stated that very well. Next, I'm curious to see how Seeley's approach to critical thinking is different from the other textbooks out there in the market. And here to speak to that is Jennifer Reagan, one of the co-authors on the Seeley book. I think, again, is making sure the content is there. Because I think it's one thing to just slam a critical thinking question in the middle of a, right. a chapter, but to make sure that when we develop these, we kind of they're laid out in the right place that they cover the material, and they should be able to make those connections. Right. And um, then uh, second would be the modeling of the answers, yeah. the solution-style, teaching-style answer. That is excellent. So I love the way Jennifer Reagan talked about how there's an intelligent design with Sealy, and things are placed at the right spot. We used to always say they're right at the point of purchase for the student, which is great. And then to hear Cinnamon Van Putty talk a little bit more about the solution style and the modeling, which is really important for students. So next, I would be curious to see what are some of the key features to this problem-solving approach that Sealy has. The learn to predict, the, and that the very first learn to predict in every chapter, every chapter starts with a learn to predict. And then the answer, which is a solutions teaching style answer, is in the back of each chapter. Um, and then throughout each chapter, we have predict questions that land right when a student might have a question. They, we've given them some background, and we're ready to kind of leap to the next. So we ask them a question that sees, can they put some things together from what they've known and sort of look ahead to the future. And in our book, we give them immediate feedback. So they're not sort of out there floating. Did I get that right? Am I on the right track? Every predict answer question is a um, solution style answer. And then with the critical thinking questions, we're going to do the same kind of exactly. Response. Yeah, our answers right now are pretty good. We're going to revise them to be even more so a walk them through. So kind of like what a student, the experience a student would have during office hours. They can have that with the book. So if it's midnight and they're kind of freaking out, they can't go to their, their professor's uh, office right then, but we have the professor with them right here. Yeah. And we have also those kind of knowledge base at the end of each oh, section. Yeah. So it's kind of building up the level of questions. So they have the knowledge base, then they have that analytical, and then towards the end, we, end of each chapter, we've got that critical. So we kind of build them up That's to right. that level. Yeah. Oh, Cinnamon and Jennifer, you guys are hitting it out of the park there. I love the categorization there when you talk about learn to predict, the predict questions. And anecdotally, I've talked to a lot of students that have mentioned to me that when they get to the NCLEX or the nursing exams, that the questions that they experience in Sealy are very similar to what they experience on each of those exams. So it really prepares them very well for that. And then I also like when uh, I think it was either Cinnamon or Jennifer talked about having the professor with you there all the time. And that's really what that Sealy textbook is, just guiding you along the process. Absolutely fantastic. So the next question I had for the author team was, how do you establish or differentiate the rigor that's presented in Sealy? And now let's hear what they have to say about that. 
been an important kind of aspect of our kind of twist on the revisions is that we really say this is, you know, we're writing to a specific audience that we know. You know, I've taught at a community college. I've taught, you know, I teach some, a very broad group of students. So it's where, what level are we trying to hit? But most importantly, we don't lose content. We, we have the information well, just know, presented in a way that's understandable. I mean, along with what Jennifer said, I've been teaching the same class now for 15 years. You know, and like Amy said yesterday, I was 12 when I started teaching. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but, you know, I've been teaching at the community college level, you know, and these are students that come in with zero background, some of them. And, you know, this book can get them from basically having no biology to being at a pretty high undergraduate level of physiology. We do that in this book because we know how these students think. So we know how to provide them just enough information and like again we model how to do it. Yeah. This is that's probably the most unique characteristic of this book is that we teach students how to problem solve. The fact of the matter is a lot of schools are in the same situation where there's open enrollment, a lack of a prerequisite, and if you heard Cinnamon and Jennifer talking about the level of rigors appropriate with Sealy, and then the other thing that's really cool, Cinnamon stated it, where you can take a student that doesn't have the background, comes in an open enrollment, and then take them up to a high level so that they can actually be a better student than they were when they first entered the course, obviously, but really proficient at a high level with the sciences. Love the way Cinnamon talked about that. Switching gears to the digital side of things, I did ask the author team, how does Learn Smart or the Smart Book, you'll hear them refer to Learn Smart and Smart Book synonymously, but how does that help with student accountability? So let's hear what they have to say about that. This is a shift that I, I noticed <coughs> immediately in my students is when you're lecturing, the students are all like, give me the information, <laughs> and if you don't give me the information, then it's not my responsibility right. to give yeah, that. Yeah. And then when they were doing the Learn Smart and students were saying, well, in the textbook it says, you know, this, or I didn't understand this section, can you clarify? Their colleagues in the class were sitting there, they were like, oh. So it was no longer my responsibility that they should have learned that. They were seeing that their peers were taking, and that's one of the things I'm working towards is responsibility-centered learning, <coughs> that it's your learning, that you, it's your responsibility to kind of direct that and take that away from <coughs> reflecting on me. And I'm seeing that in my students. They're much more responsible. They're much more um, excited about it. I mean, it's just interesting that they're coming in with such good questions that's <laughs> made me fun. really think about how I'm presenting information. Wow, what a shift that Jennifer talked about in terms of students just demanding the information, just tell me what I need to know, to all of a sudden they're reading, they're curious. Now they're actually excited about the content, which is what we really want to have is that transference of what you are doing as the instructor out to the students and really kind of shift that accountability over to them so that they can do exactly what Jennifer said, which is they get excited about that. We have a ton of different uh, MHE happiness stories out there that will reference and really boost that whole story and they're very similar ones out there so i'm excited about that and i want to thank uh, the author team for sharing their perspective on learn smart smart book and then the overall pedagogy of what sealy is i hope that you all learned a little bit today about the sealy brand problem solving critical thinking and, and really application and if i could be of a resource to you uh, feel free to reach out to me james 
Conley, C-O-N-N-E-L-Y, NMH Education. This is the Succeed in IMP podcast. Thank you guys for listening today. And if you have show ideas too, feel free to send those along. I did get this show idea from one of the audience members. I wanted to learn a little bit more about how some of our brands here at McGraw-Hill applied to problem solving and critical thinking. So I went back into the archives and got some of these uh, audio conversations that I had over the years. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode and uh, we look forward to hearing from you uh, or seeing you or hearing you here soon on the Succeed in AP podcast. Hope you have a great day.